my body has changed a lot. So I'm down a size in clothes and not just the way I look. Like I'm, I'm a sturdier person, a stronger person. Like my posture is different than it used to be because now I think the strengthening of my core and my shoulders and my back muscles make me walk differently. And so that makes me feel differently. <laughs> I think people perceive me differently because all those changes in how I carry myself make me act differently. And so yeah. I look different to people. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another amazing episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. Today, we're joined by one of our very own Fit Mother, Donna Smith. And I love Donna's story and what she's about to share with you and me in this conversation because Donna thought that she was just looking for some nutrition advice. She just wanted someone to tell her, what do I eat to get healthy? And she ends up joining the Fit Mother program because she was looking for good diet advice. And what she ended up finding was deep and profound transformation. She began to realize how the nutrition was certainly important to nail, but how this was so much deeper for her, for her family, for her future, how she got very clear on her reasons for getting healthy, did the motivation, the mindset, the mission statement work, started to exercise in a new way, but most importantly, shed so much mental baggage years of dealing with an all or nothing mindset where you're either on the plan or off the plan that led her to so many yo-yo diets, weight watchers, keto, like whatever diet, you name it, she tried it, but she finally found a sustainable system. And I think this conversation with Donna is so powerful because we talk about integration between health. We talk about what the process was of her getting up and going. We talk about how she's impacted her family, her husband, her daughter, and what she has in store with the future. And, and also, you know, the goodness like leaves cues and clues. When you'll see Donna, she's coming up on 60. She's about to have her 58th birthday. And if you have the privilege of watching this on YouTube or other video platforms, you're going to see like just how good Donna looks. Skin is radiant, beautiful smile, such good energy, toned arms. She's obviously made physical changes, but I think when you just feel aligned with yourself, mind, body, spirit, that energy just comes through. And that's what I saw with Donna in this episode. She's just kind of like vibrant, full of life and goodness. And I I think that's what happens when you align your life on this higher path for you and use an integrated approach like this Fit Mother program. So Donna, if you're listening to this, congratulations for all your success. Our entire Fit Mother community is so proud of you. And for everyone else listening, get ready for some great wisdom and great inspiration. I want you to stay tuned into the end where I actually asked Donna what being a Fit Mother means for her. And I think her answers are very powerful. It actually gave me chills. So on that note, let's get into today's amazing episode with Fit Mother, Donna Smith. All right, Donna, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Dr. A. This is going to be a good one. And to kick things off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the ladies who are listening, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about work and family. Okay. My name is Donna Smith. I live in Livonia, Michigan, which is near Detroit. I'm 57 years old. I'll be 58 next month. Woo. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great husband, Paul. I have four adult kids all in their 20s. My work is in between jobs right now, but I have worked in clinical research most recently as a data manager 
but I'm looking to switch over to Innocence Project work and work with people who have been exonerated for crimes that they didn't commit. That's awesome. Really, really cool. And I'll say this, like if people are listening on audio and they don't get to see a video, no one would believe that you're 57, about to be 58. Your skin looks fantastic. Smile is beautiful. You're obviously in wonderful shape. And I think it's really inspiring too, that you're like just pivoting careers and like reinventing your life on many fronts. So I want to ask you what, what got you prompted to start looking at your health and fitness more deeply? And how'd you find the fit mother project? Oh man. Well, The biggest reason was I could never figure out how to maintain a good weight. And so cooking was an issue for me because I never knew what to make, what to shop for. The only things I knew how to make were things that I knew I shouldn't be eating anymore. And so I didn't know like how to switch over to healthy eating. And I have followed so many like different weight loss programs. I did Whole30, I did Weight Watchers. I I mean, you name it, I did all of them. I mean, all of them. And some of them worked for me a little, but I was never able to maintain what I had lost because I really didn't, either I didn't like the way that I had lost it. Like I don't like counting points and weighing food and thinking about food all the time in order to maintain a weight. So I was tired of doing that. And I had a friend who joined a fitness program that was very comprehensive, like something I wanted to do. It had a nutrition component, it had a training component and had a counseling component, but it was a limited amount of time and it was super expensive. I mean, super expensive. And when my friend told me, I went to the intro thing with her and I was like, great, this is great. When I found out the cost, I went, oh no, (laughs) no, I can't do that. (laughs) So I said, what I really need is just the eating part. Like, I felt like I knew how to exercise. I've had trainers in the past. And I thought, well, I could get by without the counseling. It'll be great. But if somebody just tell me what to eat, that's all I need to know. Somebody tell me what to eat. And so I started Googling um, meal plans, nutrition programs. And I came across a picture of your perfect plate. And I saw your YouTube YouTube channel. And I looked at that food and I thought, that's amazing. Like if I could eat like that every day, like that's something that I... I would know how to cook because it's stuff that I like and I would know where to buy it because it wasn't some fancy food I had to buy online and have shipped to me from Switzerland or something. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought if I could just eat like that, then I could maintain the rest. And so I did the one day thing that you have the one day trial and I thought it was great. I thought, okay, exercise too. I think I got that, but I'll take the exercise too. And then, the counseling, I don't really need that, but I'll take that too. So I actually emailed your team before I went through the um, payment process. And I said, you know, how much would it cost if I, if you just give me the food? Like, just tell me what, what to eat. But they didn't have a chance to reply because I went ahead and signed up after I saw, like, if I don't, if I don't like it, I get my money back. I'm like, who, who does that? Nobody gives you all your money back if you don't like something or if you're not successful at something. So I thought, I don't even have anything to lose. So just give me the whole thing. (laughs) And that's why I got signed up. I'm so glad you did sign up. That's like, makes me so happy that you took the plunge. Yeah, yeah. So my friend, usually how I lose weight is I'll jump into some little program, you know, that's temporary or I'll do some weird food thing that I'm on for a while, like some egg diet or something like that. But my friend, when she went in, I said, okay, I got to make this work because if she loses more weight than I do... (laughs) And she's happy with it. And and I 
fail at this other thing, then I'm going to be mad that I just wasted time and I didn't do the thing that she did. So I was so glad. Like, I have to give her thanks <laughs> for, for signing up for that program because if she hadn't done that, I probably would have still been looking at YouTube videos all over the place and every ad that comes up where some lady is like, if you want to be strong, you just do this, eat this. And I would have been following like so many different things for so many more years. So I'm so glad to my friend Ophelia for for getting me going. Yeah. Shout out to Ophelia for doing the intense program that prompted you. That's really beautiful. Yeah. She's a mother now, by the way. (laughs) Uh, No, that's so cool. Comes around. You brought You brought her into the flock here. That's so good. So, I mean, but like you're looking for nutrition and then you join the program. And the first thing we're probably hitting you with is, Hey, fill out this mission statement. And you're probably scratching your head. Like, I thought I didn't need counseling. Like what's going on here. So talk to me about the process of getting started in this program and how maybe I'm just like kind of begging the question a little bit. Was it stuff that you actually really did need that you didn't think you need? And what was it like going through the setup steps? Oh yeah. So the mission statement, I thought, okay, I can do a mission statement. I don't really need to do a mission statement because I know, I kind of know what I'm doing already. But the amount of time that I spent thinking about how to write my mission statement showed me that I really did need to write a mission statement because I've done so many different things to lose weight and exercise over the years that I just have like this conglomerate of some bad information, some good information. Some things are just kind of out there, like I heard of the concept and maybe I want to, you know, piggyback onto that. But I hadn't really thought about deeply about why I want to do it, like what it would do for me and how it would help me and and what were the reasons that these other things didn't work for me. Like I had to do kind of a deep dive. It, it took me, well, it probably took me two weeks <laughs> To, to just do everything, to do the mission statement and watch all the videos and, and everything before I could actually get started. But I, I realized doing that, that I did need that. And watching the exercise videos too, I realized that I did need those too. <laughs> so even though I, I've had trainers in the, pla- in the past, good trainers, like they are really good trainers, but the type of assistance that I needed, they couldn't provide. So their job is to show you how to exercise in this one hour you're with them and then, okay, see you next week. (laughs) And that didn't work for me because I needed more um, continuity in it. And even the the counseling part, like I've been in programs where they assign you a person and you sit down with the person once a week and you tell them everything you're eating and they say, okay, you shouldn't eat that and you should eat this. And that was also like a weekly, maybe twice a week thing if, if you're, you know, if they're really nice because they're not supposed to talk to you twice a week, <laughs> that didn't work for me either. So I realized I needed all the pieces together at the same time in a construct that would allow me to keep them all together. So they weren't like one idea out here and somebody else's idea out here, because I recognize there are a lot of different ways to lose weight and a lot of different exercises that work, but I had to find one that fits for how I want to live and how I think. And Fit Mother was the only one that did that for me. So powerful with you as the central hub, not like the trainer, not like the counselor, not like the nutritionist. It's built with you at the center. I love that because then you have ownership over it. It's yours. You can work it. And like you said, it's like not just like the one hour per day when you're training with the trainer, it's the other 23 hours and it's this full integrated system. 
Love it. All right. So what do you start changing with your nutrition when you start getting on the Fit Mother meal plan? What works for you? What do you start adopting as your new routine? What is some new stuff? Like I imagine you're drinking more water than you were before or some stuff like that. But like, what, what do you start to do on the nutrition that starts to really work for you and, and, and the changes you made? Mm, so let's start with the water. Okay. I, I never drank water. I hated water. And it's so funny because my mother, she's 82 now and she's not in very good health, but she also doesn't like water. And I'm always telling her, you should drink more water. And she's like, I don't like water. And she won't drink it. <laughs> I'm like, once you start drinking it, you kind of get used to it. And it was interesting. I had this experience um, right before I started Fit Mother, probably like the week before I was taking a exercise class and I was not drinking water as my usual. We were doing some things and I, I felt weird, like lightheaded and loopy. And my, my instructor said, that's dehydration. <laughs> and I said, oh, really? So I said, okay, next time I'll drink some more water. And that was right when I started Fit Mother and I was watching your videos about how much water you should drink. And it was easy for me to get going because I had, I had her in my mind telling me what dehydration was doing to me. And then I had you telling me, how much water I should drink and why I should drink water. And I think the scientist part of me always wants to know why, why should I have to do that? <laughs> and um, So having all that background information that you give helped me like solidify my commitment to the program because I don't like not knowing things. <laughs> so all the background help. And even like after the mission statement, the videos, like I said, it took me like two weeks from when I started looking at the program till I actually hit that start. Besides the mission statement, watching all the videos and watching about the nutrition and why you should eat these things and why you should drink water. It took me a little while to wrap my mind around some of them. So I think that's an important point. I'd love to pause there. It's like, especially with you as a scientist, data analyst, analytical mind, connecting the why, the science, the reasoning to your actions makes it a lot more motivating. Because if you don't have that clarity of like the why behind things, you're just taking actions and it doesn't have this emotional connection to it. So I'm glad you really dove deep into it. What did you change to be your first meal of the day? Did you use shakes? Did you make eggs? Did you make oatmeal? Like what was like a flow of eating that helped you release weight and like get into a good schedule? Oh, yeah. In the beginning, I did I did the shakes every morning. So I would get up and drink the water and then I would do the shakes because I thought, OK, this is the easiest thing. Like, I don't have to deal with the stove or anything like that. I just drink the shake. Just do it and drink it. And so I would have the shake and then I have um, the, the chicken breast avocado sandwich on the Ezekiel bread. Oh, my gosh, that thing is so delicious. I knew that I liked avocado and the chicken breast. So I started with lunch meat instead of chicken breast because I didn't know how to make chicken breast where it wasn't dry. Every every time my whole life I made chicken breast, it was terrible, <laughs> terrible. So, <laughs> so I actually later I put on the Facebook group and asked people, how, how do you make chicken breast? Like, and somebody told me, use a meat thermometer. So when it gets to the right temperature, you know that it's done and it's still moist. I'm like, ah, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> so now I use, I skip the lunch meat because I know there's a lot of sodium in it. And I just use the chicken breast, avocado, Ezekiel bread, and I put this spicy mustard on. And, oh, man, that, that's the best thing. Like, I've been eating that, like, almost every day. <laughs> I love those. And so then that was my lunch. And then my snack was always the cashews and an apple. Nice. That was a little challenging because if I buy cashews, like, 
this, this, this is what I eat. You want to eat globs of the cashews, right? Once you got to put those things in a bag for a proper serving or something like that. And that's what I had to get my husband to do because if I try to put them in the bag, they go in my mouth before they go in the bag. So I told him, take this can, take it to the basement and put it in the Ziplocs for me, like a quarter cup in each bag. And so he, that's his job. <laughs> I like it. And then my dinners were had a little more variety. So I just stick with the perfect plate in my head. And the things that I used to cook had so much fat and sugar and things like that in them. I, I would just stick with the basics. Like if I was going to have ground turkey, I pretty much just would cook it up with some vegetables, some onions and peppers and just have that until I learned how to you know, be a little more creative with it. So I would have just some maybe some ground turkey with vegetables in it. And then sweet potato, half a sweet potato was my go to slow burning carb. And vegetables were either like a salad or usually some green beans or asparagus or something. Nice. Awesome. And I love that like important lesson to kind of tease this out is like you had consistency, especially early with the shake and then the snack and like obviously the lunch sandwich and then you have variety for dinner. So it doesn't feel like you're restricted all the time. And I think that's what's so cool about it is you balance these two forces of consistency and variety. And it sounds like you did that well. And it sounds like your husband also was like eating alongside you with these things. Like did it benefit his health? Is he starting to have the perfect plate style dinners? So that's funny. My husband, so my husband is a martial artist. He's, and he has a job that is, so he does martial arts on the side, but he has a job that's physically demanding, like lifting heavy things. Oh, he looks fantastic. He's amazing. But his eating is very terrible. (laughs) And so I told him like a lot of the Fit Mother podcasts that I watch and people that are on the Facebook group, like their spouse is doing it with them. So I always tell him, you know, other people have like, their husband is doing the Fit Father project. And he's like, He's like, oh, don't worry. Like me and Dr. A, we talk. Like I'm always telling him what you're doing. <laughs> he's always like it. taking out his phone and pretending that he's sending you a text that I'm doing something good. He's like, Dr. A, she's doing Apex 10 right now. <laughs> that is that is actually so amazing. It makes me happy to know that that's happening <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. So he's getting some of the he's getting the dinners. Like when if I make my dinner, then I make his dinner. So he'll eat that you know, like a perfect plate dinner, but then he'll go and eat hot Cheetos afterward every day. <laughs> I've been able to do that. <laughs> well, you're still a good influence on him, no doubt about that. All right, so let's talk about the process of exercise. You're starting these Fit Mother workouts. Are they different than the stuff you used to do with trainers? How effective have you found them? What kind of gains have you made? And just like, how has it changed you? Like physically, mentally, emotionally? Because I, I know it's a powerful thing to do these kind of workouts. Yeah, the Apex 10, those those pyramid style workouts are totally different than anything that I had done before. And and most of the strength training that I did before was like classic strength training. Yeah. Do um, a set, rest, do a set, rest. Right, right. But these were more fun to me because mm-hmm. for one I could do them at home, so I didn't have to always be at the gym because my mindset before is like healthy people, like in shape people they go to the gym every day. Like that was my thought process. Like that's how they get that way. They must go to the gym every day. And you always hear about if you run into somebody you haven't seen in a long time and they maybe they were really heavy and now they're really fit. Somebody will say, oh yeah, they have a trainer. That's how they do that. But that's not the only way that they got that way. They were eating different too. So in my mind, I had this thought of like getting in shape involves going to the gym. You do like a classic strength training thing and then you're on your way. 
But like Apex 10, I can do if I'm watching TV at the same time or if I'm listening to music at, at home or I'm doing whatever I'm doing in the house. So I love those. And they give me they give me good energy for being in the house and still doing getting things done that I have to do. Um, and as far as like my body has changed a lot. So I'm down a size in clothes and not just the way I look like I'm. I'm a sturdier person, a stronger person. Like my posture is different than it used to be because now I think the strengthening of my core and my shoulders and my back muscles make me walk differently. And so that makes me feel differently. (laughs) I think people perceive me differently because all those changes in how I carry myself make me act differently. And I look different to people. Wow. I feel like that's almost worth repeating. Like your posture is making you feel different, which you're interacting with people. They see you differently, which gives you positive feedback. It's like so subtle, but it's so true mm-hmm. what you just shared. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a circular kind of a concept, I guess. Cause when I don't feel good and I walk hunched over or, you know, frumpy or whatever, then that's my attitude also to people. And then that's what they see. And that's how they interact with me in the same way. Okay. Good reminder on posture and how good exercise and strengthening your core, your glutes, your shoulders can impact your overall mindset and your relationships too, as a byproduct of that one thing. Makes so much sense. Have you lifted heavier weights on the apex now and in the other phases in the workouts? Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, my weights have gone up. So I'm not doing apex 10 anymore. I've moved on to like um, the Mrs. Beast, yeah. Shredder. And I think it's Mrs. Beast has the um, the deadlift in it, the sumo deadlift. So yesterday I just went to check this yesterday. I wanted to up my uh, weight on the deadlift. So I deadlifted 135. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How cool is that? It makes me feel good because uh, the other day I went to clean my carpets and I got this carpet cleaner and it, it might sound like it's easy, but that thing is heavy. Okay. And then you put the water in it, you got the dirty water in there. And I'm going, I, I, my daughter had a friend coming here from London and I was like, I have to get these carpets clean. So I was going through the house with this. I don't know how much this thing must weigh, it must weigh like, I don't know, at least 50 pounds or something. Uh-huh. And I'm carrying, I carried it in and out of my car in and out of the hardware store. I rented it. I drug it all around my house. I, I did four rooms and a hallway. And I'm like, this is awesome. And this, these are things that I used to dread because they were hard for me and I didn't have the energy to tackle them. So now I'm doing things like, like my neighbors, I had three elderly neighbors and all three houses down for me. If it, when it would snow, like back in March, when I started this program, I told my husband, don't, cause he's always working, lifting things so much. And I want him to rest. And I'm like, don't go down there and shovel, which he used to, he used to shovel theirs too. I said, let me do it. I'm going to go shovel. So I went, I shoveled all the way down my house, three houses down and their driveways. That's so good. In the summer. And when, like now when the leaves are falling here, cause it's in Michigan, there's leaves all over the place. I go rake all the leaves too. I'm like, this is awesome. And my, and my husband can always tell too. He's like, you took burn today, didn't you? <laughs> A little extra pep in this step. You're like, what What can I shovel and rake? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. those are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like those. I talked about that for a second. So burn has helped you like as a supplement, give you some energy and some pep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't take them every day um, now, but because I think my, 
the balance of my body now kind of sustains me. But if I have yeah. a lot that I really want to do, or maybe I didn't get as much sleep and I'm a little draggy in the morning and I know I want to do some stuff, I'll take two of those in the morning. They last me all day. And mm-hmm. the family can tell if I took them. Like the house is clean. I'm <laughs> and not clean like I'm begrudgingly cleaning the house. It's like I have so much energy. I have to I have to put it somewhere. I have to do something. <laughs> yeah. That's a fantastic point you made too, because I think when we're starting out and our bodies aren't healthy, a lot of people use stimulants to almost like just prop you up and feel like normal, but you feel like dips and crashes. And as you get healthy, your natural energy levels rise. And now you can just use burn as needed as little pulses and peps. And like, that's a really cool way to do it. Yeah. I love that. That's how I use them now. But I used to take them in in the beginning when I started taking them, I was taking them every day, like just to help me get going. And that only lasted a little while. And now I just take it every now and then. Congratulations. So good. Yeah. All right. So how has your mindset changed as you've gone through the different phases of this program? You know, how how is like your internal self-talk, how happy you feel, just like the internal shifts you've made as you've kind of walked on this fit mother path in the different phases? I think my biggest one is um, this all or nothing mindset that I used to have. And I think this this concept is central to me for the whole program. Like this this concept tied everything together for me, not just for Fit Mother, but for like my spiritual life and for my family life and things, even work, things that I'm doing. Because I realized that I'm always thinking of being somewhere else, being somewhere where that's the success point. That's like point A. And I, I realized, like, doing Fit Mother, everybody's always saying progress, not perfection. Amy is good for that. She, she'll remind me of that in a heartbeat. And it's it's a true concept. If you internalize it, then you're thinking of life as something you're living and not just striving to get to, like, this point of happiness. That's why I like that horizon effect um, email. That was day 19 of phase one, the horizon effect. I even keep a a horizon picture on my board back here. Many ladies will know what that means, but others may not. So let's talk about this idea of horizons in that special email you got on day 19 of FM30X phase one. Yeah. So the horizon effect is if you're on the sand walking toward the horizon, you're always trying to get to it, but you never actually get to it because the horizon always is moving if you're walking towards it. So you have to remember that even though you're, you have this visualization, a goal that you're going for, you have to remember to look back to see where you came from. And so I always had the goal, the the horizon part in front of me, but I never remembered to look back. Like I never remembered to think, oh yeah, I used to weigh 17 pounds more, you know, six months ago. And I used to be able only to lift whatever, or I used to only be able to do X, Y, and Z. And I... I realized that I wasn't just doing that with my weight loss. I was doing that in everything that I do. So it kept me in this season of dissatisfaction Yeah. because A is here and B is here. And if I'm happy when I'm at A and only when I get to B, if it takes me a year to get here, that's a whole year of dissatisfaction with life and ungratefulness for what I have accomplished or Um, what's going on with me now. Like the Lord has given me so many blessings and I'm always thinking of, well, what's, what's the next thing, you know, family restoration or, or whatever. But 
you know, you always want something to be a certain way, but then you forget to be thankful for all the progress that you made. Yeah. It's just gratitude and really appreciating the journey itself that they say. But like, it's one thing to hear a quote like that. It's about the journey, not the destination. It's another thing to like live it though. And I think what's so cool is like when we practice these things and like you said, the physical domain and you work on the body, which is a very tangible thing. You set a goal, then you start to get into the process of it and you find joy. I love how it translates into your perspective all over the place with your family, with your contribution, with career pivots and changes changes, new possibilities. It's the same thing. It's just, this is like a dojo to take something from your husband. It's like a training dojo. This body's a dojo for the mindset that will serve us and make us more happy. It seems like that's very apparent in your life experience. Right. Yeah. Fit Mother has, I like it because it has a lot of parallels to like my spiritual journey and even like Kung Fu. So Wing Chun Do Kung Fu is, is what we do. And it has the same kind of parallels to Fit Mother. And which are also parallels to how to live your life to be happier and be better. It's all about um, adaptation to your surroundings, adaptation to challenges. And like while life is happening, you're getting these distractions. You're learning how to adapt to that, how to adapt to change. I get a lot of practice with that, with these jobs that I have, (laughs) they keep changing. And so I'm like, I don't want to focus on the disruption. I focus on, whatever is good in the disruption, like, okay, this is a new start, or this is where I'm going with this. And it just, it makes me a happier person to be around. And I know my family can say that. I know one example is um, we have like a ton of trees around here. We, we back up to a nature preserve and there's just trees everywhere. So we have leaves upon leaves. And when my kids were little, I said, okay, it's time to rake the leaves. We're going to rake today. We drag them out to the street so the city can take them. And they always hated doing it. And I thought it's because they just didn't want to work. But what it really was, was I would say, okay, we're going to spend an hour on leaves today and then we're going to do something else. But then when the hour was up, I wouldn't let them stop because it wasn't done. <laughs> and that was like still my all or nothing mindset was was in there. Like once you start this, it all has to be done or it's not good. It's not good enough. And like breaking that thought process has been astronomically helpful to me. Congratulations. What a weight to lift off, right? More joy, consistent progress. Because like all these things, I think we get the most progress when we're able to be most consistent over the long haul. Far better to rake an hour of leaves 365 days than it is to rake five hours in one day and say, screw it, right? I mean, aggregating effects and it's all the mindset. So, so good. I know there's someone listening to this right now who struggled with all or nothing mindset. So I want to ask you, I imagine there's been times where something happened, you slipped up, maybe you ate a free meal and you didn't feel good the next day, or there was some stressor and you weren't perfectly on the routine. What do you do to like guide your system back on track to reboot, to reset and make sure that it's not like the all or nothing mindset kicks in again? Like what's your ability? How do you guide back on track if you feel like you're deviating a little bit? Yeah, so that happens a lot. <laughs> I, I'm deviating a lot. But I think the difference is knowing that the deviations are going to be there and that they don't define my progress. So I'm way better at, not perfect at, but I'm way better at saying, oh, this was an off day or this was an off meal or whatever, and then getting right back on. But sometimes I can't do it by myself, like in my own thinking. And so that's where community helps me. 
the Facebook group is amazing. Like I, I had sworn off Facebook. I never want, even when I found out Fit Mother had a Facebook group, I'm like, I, I'm not, I told Amy, I'm, I'm not going on the Facebook. Group. It's just like getting used to my emails coming directly to you. And she's like, that's fine. She's so easy going. That's totally fine. But I ended up going on the Facebook group because I need to know how to make that chicken. So, so I went on there and I asked for help and they were so positive. Like, I think like 35 people responded to me and <laughs> were, you know, catty, like, you don't know how to make chicken. You this old <laughs> Like nobody did that. And so I was like, OK, this is this is nice. I went away, made my chicken. And then I had another question later about what kind of blender to get these shakes. And I said, well, that, that might've been a fluke that everybody was nice before. So I'll just throw it out there and see what happens. And the same thing happened. Like, I don't know, 20 people responded with what kind of shake thing I should get. I'm like, this is incredible. And so now I'm not afraid to go on there anymore. I go in there, I try to provide some encouragement like people have done for me occasionally, or, or I'll go in there if I need, if I need encouragement from them. But I have, I have met some amazing people, um, Karen Dodge is like my FMP soul sister. Like she is on it. Every time I need something, she is right there for me. So I think it's parallels also like in the, in the spiritual, like we're meant for community, not to be isolated. And so being able to have that trust to have a group where you can go and, and talk about these things. And even in Facebook groups, sometimes they talk about things that are going on in people's lives and they need encouragement. I always know that that's a community that I can go to that's safe and that's loving and and gives good response and good feedback. So true. Beautiful. And I know I speak for the community in that we are so grateful to have you, your positivity, your insight, all the miles that you've run as a part of the group. And it's really fun to see how as you're going through the journey, you're asking the questions. And as you're getting more competent, you're able to give back more. And there's this this giving and receiving. And that's like the heart of goodness, I think. It's like love thy neighbor as thyself kind of idea. Like you receive and now you give more. So thank you for doing that and being a part of the group. It's a amazing because what is a community other than a group of just a bunch of individuals coming together on a common thing and for fit mother it's living this higher path of of health and integration and all that what is your family said about your transformation your daughter your husband your mom any reflections that you've gotten like any things that someone said to you and just like they've been watching you do this and what's been some of the feedback from those closest to you even closest friends too the most impactful feedback I have is from my daughter, Alyssa. Now, she is also a fit mother. She's not a mother, but she's a fit mother. <laughs> and she's in her 20s, but um, she's lost like 30 pounds doing this and a lot faster than me. She doesn't even do the exercises. She doesn't even, sometimes I'm like, I'm really salty about that, Alyssa. <laughs> she's got that young metabolism on her side. So good. Good for her for taking advantage of that. Yeah, but she has really internalized the concept the concepts and the framework. And I mean, she, I call her chef now because she can go in the kitchen and make all kinds of amazing things that are like fit mother based meals. And she's so creative and she's so supportive to me. And like, when I told her, I'm like, you lost more weight than me. Dang it. <laughs> she's like, she's like, it's okay. You be you. And you just follow the program. Like she, she talks to me, like, she's like my, my at home, Amy. <laughs> 
Yeah. How good is that? Like, that's so amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. And the cool thing is like when you get your family on board too, and you have that support, like in your home, it's like, there's a synergistic effect. Both of you guys are helping one another by just by being on this path. So good job on rubbing off on everyone. Goes back to also what, how one little thing, your friend Ophelia was her name, right? Yeah. Like how one little thing can lead to a cascade of events where now Alyssa's on the program. Everyone's getting better. You're here on a podcast now. So it's like, it never ceases to amaze me how little decisions and small little moments can lead to like really beautiful consequences down the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Fit Mother has really done that for me because like you said, these little small things, they all fit in. I think like when I wrote back the interview form, I, I had an analogy of a puzzle. So if you have a puzzle on a table, but some of the pieces are missing, some of them are on the floor right by you, you could pick them up. Some of them have fallen behind the couch. You don't know they're there. <laughs> and I just said like all of these these fitness, nutrition things in my life were somewhere around. Like I knew they were around here. (laughs) The puzzle, the puzzle was there. Like I kind of had a a frame where I knew the pieces went in, but I didn't know what pieces went where and where to find the ones that were behind the couch. But Fit Mother just brought them all together for me. Like the Lord used your program. I'm so, I'm so grateful to you because this program, you could have, you could have kept this to yourself. And just, you know, made money doing whatever you were doing. And you didn't have to make it as available as it is. So I told my husband, like, the, the minimal cost of this program is ridiculous. Like, the, the, ben- the benefit that, that I have gotten from it, like you could, have, you could have charged so much more money or you could have just said, you know, I'm, you know, I don't have to make this available to everybody. I can just go with the people that are already on here and just just keep going about my business. But um, I'm really thankful that you didn't do that because the ripple effect of wanting to help other people allows, allows us now to help other people. Completely. And I realize that now, like, that's why I said before we actually record that I'm just so grateful, like for you, because you're now a new flame, you're a fit mother in your community. And like, you're having shining light and making impact. And then that's going to ignite more people. And like, we get this multiplicative effect, which I would say, and I'm standing in my truth of God's goodness, working through all of us. What's better than that? What are you going to do with your time? So man, I think that's the best stuff. And I'm glad you see that. And makes me really happy. I want to ask you a couple of closing questions. One is like, what's next for you? Like heading into the end of this year and into next year, what are some of the, the goals and the containers, or your, your horizons that you're setting? Obviously working the path and the process is the ultimate thing, but is there anything you want to expand into, try new, finish a particular phase, start fresh? Like what's going on in the next, like, let's just say six months? Yeah. I was just talking to Karen about this. So so the weight that I'm at now is is down from where I was, but I wanted to be down lower. And um, I'm happy where I am, even though I want to go for more, because right now I can physically do all the things that I want to do. Like my, my main thing that I wanted to do was my family goes whitewater rafting just about every year we can. And there's a there's a part where you're not in the white water, but you're in the calm water where everybody can jump out of the raft and swim around and have fun and get back in the raft and you go down the rapids. But the last year that I went, I, I was the only one who didn't jump out at the little uh, calm water part because I thought 
I will not be able to get myself back in the ring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and so I said, I, I need to like build up my strength, my, my arm strength so that I can get myself back up. And so that's my, that's my first goal. <laughs> Well, I mean, let's see those. I've been admiring the guns in passing throughout this. Like, I want to see those things. Yeah, you guys. I mean, that's you're getting back in the raft this year. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. But nice. I want to lose maybe 10 more pounds. And um, I mean, I know I can do it once I stick to the program more wholly. But right now I'm in this phase where I'm kind of like just enjoying where I'm at. I'm, you know, enjoying the journey part, you know, but I want to buckle down and really get back into the eating program more. So I've done phase one twice. I had a reset. And then I did phase two, month one and two, like extended. So they were more than a month. And I just started phase three about a month ago. I just told Anthony, I need a reset. I need a reset on phase three because the, the carb cycling thing just kind of threw me off. I'm like, oh, my goodness. My body was like, what? Wait, what are we doing? So, <laughs> So now that I got the gist of it. I'm going to restart phase three, but I'm in no hurry because I'm enjoying myself. And yeah, so I figured I'll just restart phase three, like with my new mindset on, on where I'm going with it. And then I'll go from there. That's powerful. And what you just said, I'm in no hurry. I want to make sure people get that because I think the time when you feel like you are in a hurry inevitably means you're chasing a horizon. Right. If you feel like you're moving forward, but you still have a goal in mind, but you don't feel like you're rushed, that means that you're being present. It's like there's nowhere to be but here. Like, let's keep on walking in the good path. I thought that was subtle and really important. So I just want to shout that out. And I'll say, too, phase three is going to help lean you out into the next few between the carb cycling. Some of those workouts are killer. Like you're in the right spot for sure. And I'm excited for you to finish that up whenever that happens. Yeah. So I just wanted to add the the part about, about not rushing into the next area is, is so important to me because um, all the changes that I have made, no matter how slow or how fast they are, they're all permanent because I don't, you know, go for the quick fix anymore or, you know, what can, what can get these 10, because I know a lot of diets. I can get 10 pounds, I can get off 10 pounds in, in a week if I have to. <laughs> but I'm like, I have, I have done that so many times. I don't want to go there anymore. So no matter how slow I go, I know every change that I make makes me a little bit closer to where I want to be. And it's permanent. It's not something that I have to go back again and go, how do I, you know, get back now? So, <laughs> so true. Start with sustainability lens first and all your progress is progress you keep, not short term. Because every time you're doing that short term crash stuff, you're just, it's baked into that rapid weight loss is the rapid frustration and slide back because it's not sustainable. So I know you get that. That's really powerful. Final question for you is what does it mean for you now to be a fit mother? Oh, wow. I think it means peace and hope because so it sounds cliche but like if we're not living with hope for the for the future that that's what like fit into my all or nothing mindset is because it's like if I don't if I don't get all this down right now or if I mess up a day and then I throw it off when I'm like what the heck I just why bother I can't do it but that that is all because you don't have hope that things will change but if you do have hope that things will change then you can just keep progressing forward even through your mistakes and like embracing the fact that mistakes are going to happen 
enables me to say, okay, that's okay. You know, I'll, I'll move forward. You know, I, I know that it can change. And I know that if I want to put in the work, if I want to put in the work for phase three and actually buckle down and do it, I know it will work. So I have the hope in the process and, and like translating that into the rest of my life, all the situations that I'm in where I think, oh man, this is, this is terrible. I'm having a terrible day. I know that it's the day. It's not my whole life. That's going to be that way. So that's, that's like, I guess my mantra. (laughs) Dang, Donna, I'm like inspired right now. I got chills at the end of that because it's so true what you shared. And I'm just so happy that you're out there like living this message and inspiring people. You certainly inspired me today on just, we can all use a refresher. I think it's like that famous Zig Ziglar quote. It's like motivation and inspiration. It's like showers, like recommended daily. And you're certainly filled my heart here with a message of hope. And I wish for everyone that they find the peace that you do have, the joy in the process, the positivity moving forward, the acceptance of the challenges and living a life that's like flowing forward with more goodness. You are a living example of that. You are blessing your family and friends. I'm so happy to bring you on here today and just like celebrate you with this episode. And I know the fit mothers that get to hear this will be sending you messages of just like, you're the best. So thank you. Happy holidays from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you coming on so much today. Thank you, Dr. A. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast. 